You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. It's my birthday month, Marv. Happy birthday, Kelly. Actually, when this podcast comes out, it will be the day after my birthday. So we're just going. Oh, well, I know a little ahead of time, but it's cancer season. That's kind of like after the new moon, ain't it? I guess I was going to ask you. So actually new, is right on the new moon. The new moon's in cancer. What day is the new moon? The when, It's Wednesday? July 17th on a Monday. Oh, that's the next week. Okay. Um, Because this will come out July 12th, the day after my birthday. And we're talking today about the new moon in cancer. And we were just mentioning Venus retrograde because I was telling you, I have been reading so much about this retrograde, just, you know, like news articles or people I follow on Instagram and everything about Venus retrograde is like, that I've been reading is a little bit doomsday for relationships. It's like expect a lot of breakups, divorces, all these things. And when I got your outline about it, it put me a little bit at ease to why Venus retrograde is here, what it's going to do for us and what it's going to bring up in just a little bit more of a positive light than like, dun, 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 your relationships are fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm a lot more positive than, than uh, a lot of the, uh, astrological predictions um, well, you always seem to there's a purpose in all of it for us and so i think that's well, exactly focus. and if you yeah. know the purpose well then it, no matter what's it acceptable right right if you want to work with the energy instead of against the energy well then it can't be too catastrophic right exactly and it just puts us i think when i look at the things that i'm like oh my gosh it's going to be mercury retrograde or anything like that all that I sense myself starting to do is kind of panicking, thinking about things that I can't actually try, that I can't control, but I do still try to control them. And it's all things that I'm wasting my energy on because it's going to happen anyway, as you already say, it's already mapped out. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Do we want to start with the new moon and cancer? Why? Sure. Let's start Let's with do Kelly. It. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I didn't feel like going, I didn't feel like it was necessary to go back into all the emotional crap and all of that. Yeah. Uh, because we all know that cancer is the most emotional sign in the Zodiac. 
Correct. Um, but I mean, you know, if you didn't have emotions, what a shitty life it would be, right? Oh, yeah. Can't have. What if we were just like animals and we just operated on instinct alone? Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have no effervescence. We wouldn't have no joys. How can you how can you have the joy and the Venus and all the wonderful things and the beauty and all in life if you didn't have emotions? Right. Right. (laughs) The the only thing is, is that you've got to be able to uh, control the negative emotions and operate in the moment without getting all, you know whacked out and sideways uh emotionally because of because those emotions are all coming out of the past yeah but anyway as we move on i just like this moon because it's a calling and it's a and and it's a sense of personal destiny and that falls into that you know passionate uh sense of uh of things um and and I think that it's really important that we look at. I mean, we all realize we have a sense of sense of purpose in life in some way, shape, or form. And this moon will help us to really lock in that passion inside, uh, that emotional side of you know what we want to accomplish and do. Um, I mean, you know, I like to, I I love the line daring to live the life as a grand adventure. Mm. I mean, if we're always on an adventure, I mean, you know, how wonderful is that? I mean, you know, so, um, you know, the, the chart itself is, is a little bit tough because we, we've got a, um, a couple of different things going on there. That's a little, um, complex. You mean at the Uh, same time as this new moon? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you know, but we've we've we're going to have some conflicts between how we um, handle our personal needs okay. versus how much we serve others. I mean, that's a that's a bigger problem or, or feel like our obligations. You know, anytime you you have you feel like you're giving out more than you're getting back. That's a real problem. Yeah, I mean, that causes people a lot of problems and it's a lifelong problem with some people for sure. I mean, you know, we don't understand how to have that balanced approach to fulfilling one's responsibilities, but also having personal enjoyment and fulfillment um, ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be an equal expression. And that means this has got to be as positive self-esteem. I mean, I feel good enough about me to go out and enjoy the world. But when I have responsibilities, I enjoy the responsibilities as well. And so I think that that's going to be a little bit of a challenge um, during this cancer uh, new moon is to look this month at how are we serving ourselves and others in in kind of a balanced way. And then we have a uh, a sense of um, we, we're we're needing we're there's a little bit of a frustration uh in the fact that uh we were there's a lot of sensitivity that we can sometimes feel around people i mean you you and you know what that means mm-hmm. and so we can easily become victim to other people's situations mm-hmm. and 
uh, that keeps us away from going forward and and making a positive developments in our own life. Um, when we feel like we're all wrapped up in other people's gunk and stuff, and we have this oversensitivity, we 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 might even feel a little guilt because of what we're you know, you know, about what's going on with them and we're not doing enough to help them and all of that. Mm. You, you know, you we've got to really understand um, that that causes a negative result um, when we overindulge somebody else's problems and then actually don't don't take care of ourselves again. Right. Um, if you wanted to do the therapy lingo on that, that would be codependent. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to be a therapist, be a therapist. But even a therapist has limitations on how much they're going to rescue. Right. So there's going to be a little bit of a rescue feeling to this uh, in yeah. this new moon. Um, and trying to get out of that dynamic. Is that what you're saying? Like, or just well, trying to notice just, where that's I mean, coming up. But because it's a it's a Saturn Mars in Virgo and and it's a Pisces Virgo issue. I mean, you know, Virgos are always able to break things down into the details and the problems and then fix and they got a sense of wanting to fix things. Okay. And they want to fix things to get the feedback that if I fix you, you'll love me. That's kind of the metaphor for a lot of what Virgo goes through. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be a real challenge in realizing that we, we to lift the burden from the one that's supposed to carry it is a greater sin. Mm. Everybody's got their own tools. Everybody has their own connection to spirit to be able to fix the problems that they're in, no matter mm -hmm. what they are. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that it's, uh, you got to be very careful this month in trying to fix people or fix situations. Oof. That is hitting the nail on the head for me. <laughs> and then of course, I mean, you know, there's a nodal aspect to this, which is very karmic. Okay. Um, and, and it's Aries Libra and Aries is very self-assertive, self-dynamic and progressive and Libra is always about leaning on, depending on others and relationships. So we, we got to be careful to not get caught up in um, allowing others to make decisions, to be supportive of our own needs. We got to be more aggressive and assertive to go, go get what it is that we want, what we need. And uh, so that's very important. So you may find some people that's trying to um, trying to lean on you, or you may be catching yourself trying to lean on somebody else to get rid of your own problems. Mm -hmm. And that's part of that whole uh, dynamic of uh, a Saturn Mars that I just discussed. So we got to take care of ourselves first. And let's look, if before we can love, and give ourselves away, we have to have a self to give away. So if we don't build a good, strong sense of self-esteem and and against the self-worth, why the hell would anybody want us? Right. But the trick is, or this has been the story in my life at least, like whenever if I don't, if I if I have an empty cup, 
cup and I'm still trying to give, it goes back into that place. It kind of ties back into what you were just saying. Then I'm doing all the work to try to fix them, to earn my place in their life, to earn love, to like, to earn my worth or whatever. And it's not actually giving it's caretaking and like people. Well, pleasing. you're, you're, you're using the perfect word earn. Right. Why do I have to earn anything from anybody? If you like me, you like me for authentically who I am. Mm. Now, if I've got to earn it, it means I've got to put out effort to get you to like me for who I am. Well, that don't work. Yeah. In any in any relationship or capacity. Yeah. So I think that that's a perfect word that you're using here. You don't you don't earn respect. You don't earn love. You don't earn friendship. How do you mean? How do you not earn love and respect or trust and respect? Darling, I love you just because of who you are. I don't need you to be anything other than who you are. But the trust and respect thing feels different to me a little bit. No? like what, well, what, well, why? Respect is earned. Well, respect that's what is I'm earned saying. because I'm a I respect myself and I oh. respect who I am and I respect others. That means that that's a, that's an attractive attribute of who I am authentically. Right. But you're so you're saying who you are authentically has certain behaviors that then earns respect and trust from others just by you being you. Yeah. Well, well, well. I mean, right. you could either that... love me or hate me, and I've got clients on both sides. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I do. Yeah, I think I heard when you first said you can't earn trust or respect it through me because I think certain behaviors do earn trust and respect in relationships. And then certain behaviors can lose it too, but it doesn't mean changing who you actually are. Yeah. I don't have to try to be something. I mean, that's, you know, all that's doing is you're just suppressing who you really truly are. Right. So that you can get this person to be, to think of you the way you want them to think of you. That ain't being authentic. Right. Okay, that okay. makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads us into, you know, this this whole Venus retrograde cycle, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, basically, we've been talking about values ad nauseum for how long now? I mean, months. A couple of months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, now we finally got to the energy and planet of beauty and love and joy and happiness and values and... The way I like people to understand Taurus, and it's got a dual dual um, dual rulership. Um, it's it rules Taurus and Libra, but understanding Taurus really brings um, what 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 Libra energy is all about. You know, when we go out, uh, when you start with the zodiac of Aries. Aries is the explorer, the adventurer. I mean, you move out. You're not thinking about what you're doing. You're just going as a discoverer. Well, I usually use the Clarison, uh, the Lewis and Clark expedition 
And, and so when Lewis and Clark's, the adventurers, set out to discover the new territory, well, they had to find places that was beautiful, that they wanted to set down roots that they loved. It's like, you know, when, we, when you go to buy a house, you go about, you know, 15 different homes. What are you looking for? You're looking for something that's beautiful to you, that you love, that you want to um, uh, now decorate and and take care of. So Taurus and Venus and uh, is all about that beautification of our life. And it's about the experience of being in this world and enjoying what this world has to offer, mm-hmm. which brings us into values because I value what is beautiful to me and what I love. And that brings me joy. And that brings me objectivity by virtue of what I'm uh, love and enjoy. Yeah. So uh, uh, Libra and Taurus is also about having the resources, the talents and abilities of survival. So when I discover this new land, or this new, new, new place, I have to have resources and tools to, to make it a home, to make it safe, to make it secure. It has to have values. So there's a self-worth in the things that we find beauty and love in. That makes okay. sense. Yeah, that does make sense. And so, you know, when we, um, when when we have a uh, a Venus retrograde, it's like any other retrograde. It's uh, it's about teaching us um, uh, about those values, about those relationships that we have in our life. Whether it's a relationship to a house or a relationship to a human being, all those things are reflective of who we are. Are they not? Yes. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, 
Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper, wear it like no one else. And I think like one point I want you to make quickly before we keep going into the retrograde piece of this is I think as a culture in the pop culture version of astrology, and you know, I've talked about this around Mercury is retrograde is looked at as like so negative. And you've taught me more about, it's kind of more this time to pause and reflect and it does, it's not necessarily like bad things are going to happen, but it might bring things to the surface that are still there to be worked on. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, basically, uh, when you're looking at a Venus retrograde, you are uh, doing some reevaluation. You are looking at, in other words, the way we talked about it in astrology is an energy is always moving forward. Well, when consciousness can no longer get to that next point, Mm-hmm. It's like the retrograde says, okay, well, let's let's back up and go get where the actual planet is going to go direct to get a new perspective, to get a new perception, mm-hmm. to get a new understanding about what's important, our beauty, the beauty, and and um I I always brought up my own word. I think it's just what's important. Yeah. What's important in our life. Yeah. Because what's important in your life, you're you're going to nurture, you're going to take care of it, you're going to love it. And um, that's kind of what uh, that retrograde is. It's a process of re- redefining, reevaluating our values and the values of the relationships that we're in. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, if you want to use it as a negative, I mean, you know, you can say, well, I'm in a bad relationship. Well, <laughs> a retrograde Venus is just going to get you to realize that why are you in a bad relationship? Why have you created right. a relationship that uh, that actually you're saying it's bad, but it's going on inside of you because the relationship is doing the job of objectifying who what's going on inside of you. Right. So that's like the point about people saying, well, there might be a lot of breakup and divorces, but it's not like this retrograde is causing that. It's just shining light on maybe relationships that aren't serving you anymore and bringing that to the surface. Um, So as what you're saying is like to either figure out what's going on with you that's keeping you in this relationship or why you would choose a relationship like that or or maybe how you have not been giving to the relationship honestly or truthfully, that right or you're not communicating honestly and truthfully of what's important to you right. you know what i rarely rarely see a divorce and a problem with relationships when venus is retrograde yeah, I see that come in when it's Jupiter or or Uranus uh, or Saturn, where the realities are bumping up against each other's. Uh, but I don't see it with a Venus retrograde. Mm. Venus retrograde is just going to say, you know what? I recognize this in a little bit different perspective. Okay, and I'm seeing how maybe I could change that would help uh, change my attitudes change, change what's important to me. 
I mean, you can have a very important relationship that's uh, with a Venus retrograde and say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not giving enough uh, honestly to the relationship or I'm not getting from the relationship what I want. And so you've got to be communicated, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And if it's important enough, you probably will. You will. Yeah. So, so Venus goes retrograde on July 23rd, but would we be feeling any of that energy already? Oh, yeah, because it's in its shadow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because everything you're talking about, I'm already feeling. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's in it's going retrograde in Leo, which is probably one of the most dynamic signs in the Zodiac. So, I mean, you're going to feel a strong sense of self. Mm. You're going to feel that... Uh, self-directed i mean you know venus and leo don't listen to anybody right all right and so and they dramatize every emotion that there ever was and but they're also honest and frank and and uh they can be calculated but it's also one of the most loyal and compassionate affectionate signs there are so you see we're actually going into a retrograde period to establish what well, it's Leo is love given. What if you if you're yes, Leo is love given. Okay, Aquarius is love received, which is its opposite sign. Yeah. So we've got to we're going to be analyzing. Uh, you know, well, are we given as much to the relationship as we're getting back? Are we giving more? Are we not giving that passionate, loving self? You know, if you're disappointed, um, where's the disappointment come from? Because you you realize you're not being honest in the relationship. And so I think a lot of those things um, are going to be addressed. I mean, this is in... Um, you're reevaluating a lot of internal and external values in relationship. And so what a Venus retrograde is going to do, um, there's going to be a tendency for overreactions and exaggerations that uh, are, are really the reverse of what we're feeling we wish to express because we're unsure of our values of what's important and so forth. So this is going to a retrograde is actually going to get you into what's really important. Dang. Okay. Okay. And so when we, a lot of times with a Venus retrograde, we're going to be feeling, (laughs) uh, we're going, we're going to be feeling some unconscious uncomfortable feelings about relationships mm-hmm. uh, and what's important and the needs for emotional security. And the problem is, is we're going to be trying to make corrections that are not really in balance with, with who we are. And that causes so are- an even greater imbalance. Okay. So basically what I hear is like, stuff comes up, we get triggered, we react, but it's not necessarily like 
maybe you're, it's the thing where you're in a relationship and you're arguing over how to load the dishwasher, but it's really not about how to load the dishwasher. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's like some, some real shit underneath all of it, but you fix yes. it on how someone put a plate in the dishwasher. So I'm hearing just a lot of that maybe. And so Absolutely. What, what can we do though? Now that we have this awareness that well, maybe that's going to be just, coming up. It's like anything else in relationships. You have to discover what was your trigger. And then you have to stake responsibility for the intention and the emotion okay. of why you responded and reacted in a, in a, uh, an imbalancing way of out of character, mm-hmm. not really how you would have liked to have responded, but you're responding unconsciously, right. which takes about two milliseconds because you're right. being insecure about something that you're, you haven't even recognized yet. Yeah. Okay. And so, so you that find yourself be- acting out of character or like doing something or saying something that you're like, why did I say that? I don't even mean that. Maybe it's time to sit with yourself for a second and look at like, what is coming up? Where is this coming from? Is it happening? And the the thing I keep saying to myself, because I've had a week of just weird triggers and very similar to what you're describing, like I'm saying things or I'm doing things or I'm like questioning or trying to control. And I'm like, what is actually going on now? And is it happening now or is this old? Like I keep having that sensation of just like, what is reality now? Or is this something that happened in the past. And that seemed to help me kind of get to the bottom of some of the things that have come up. Cause most of the time they're really not happening right now. <laughs> right. Well, the negative emotions are just threats to the subconscious mind. Yeah. So you, when you respond out of character, you're responding to protect what that should be the question. Oh, that's What am I trying question. to protect here? What am I yeah. feeling oversensitive about? And actually, as I look at the chart, I mean, that's exactly uh, what we're going to be bumping up against with this retrograde is um, is is overreacting to negative uh, conditions. Mm. It's about too self-conscious and fearful. It's about, you know, we need to dump the ghosts of the past. Yeah. What what is in the past that's causing me to respond like this mm. to self-protect? And that's what happens when we get ugly or when we get in a little fisticuff about uh within the context of relationships. Yeah, it's so interesting because the more I've learned about the way our brains work, like if we're looking at this scientifically, it re- our brains genuinely, and I think you would probably call this our subconscious mind too, it just will do anything to protect us. So if you've gone through something traumatic in the past, all the rewiring is going to be to not feel that pain again. So everything that we're reacting to is actually our body's way of trying to keep us safe. It's like a kind thing, but it's just not all it's kind of, it can be misdirected or it can be off. Like we're saying some of these reactions might be. So it helps me get out of shame when I do have a reaction that feels out of character to be like, Oh, I was just really scared. And my body's reaction is to be like, I don't want to go through that again. So it's just like a survival skill and it's just not. Well, me anymore. And it's not necessarily that protection is actually coming out of the ego. Yeah. The ego is your protection mechanism. Okay. The ego, the ego will resist anything that makes you wrong. Mm. Okay. And so 
But what about the ego that you're bumping up against um, when you are, you know, finding going into that negative response and then the, and then the body responses actually is uh, uh, the ego uh, will then, uh, I mean, you, you, you stress or anxiousness, all that's triggered out of the gut brain Mm -hmm. um, that goes up into the uh, subconscious which then triggers a response mm-hmm. of when it first learned that threat. Right. So Maybe when past. you were five years old or right. six years old. Right. Yeah. And that's how it works. Yeah. So when the body's responding, you're already, you're already know that there's something in the past the subconscious mind is reacting to. Yeah. But it's the ego that, that kicked it off. Okay. Because the ego does not want to be wrong. Uh, exactly. It will do everything in its power to make you right. Okay. And so, I mean, you know, and you got to look at some of these chart patterns. I mean, you know, we're fighting against an environment right now um, with all the uh, social issues that we're all being confronted with. This is this is huge. Yeah. And so we're fighting a lot of this inequality and all of that. Um, and so we really, again, and I know I've said this so many times, we've got to listen to some of our inner guidance to stay authentic to ourselves instead of getting caught up in mob psychology. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even a saint cannot escape mob psychology. Think of that for a minute. So, I mean, you get into, a mob, it's pretty hard to get out of it mm-hmm. because the energy is just so dynamic. It's so much. Right. I mean, that makes sense to me though, because even a saint is a human. It's like, I think we forget that sometimes we put these people in charge of things or they're in positions of power and we assume that they should be like not affected. And we all are, we all have that capability. Well, so Venus the retrograde is saying you you what really is important okay and then we've got to get into alignment with uh what we feel is important our own emotional truths and so it helps us to discover uh our desires and uh versus what leads into stagnation Mm-hmm. I mean, it really gets us authentically into the values of who we really are mm-hmm. and what we what we really want to experience as the as the harmony and the peace and the beauty and love in this lifetime. Because there is no there is no planet that that gives you that except Venus is a benefic. That's a very beneficial experience. I mean, you know, I love the angel of uh the angel of success. What do you want in and from this journey? That's, don't be trying, you know, you get so many people trying to be spiritual or metaphysical and I'm working so hard, blah, blah. Well, stop it. How about being a human? You're in a human condition. How about being human and enjoying all the the fruits and the bounty and all the things that uh we that that mother earth has to offer at this time all the materialism 
I mean, there's nothing bad in, in any of the world, except if we make it bad. So re this retrograde is going to help us to uh, discover where we're too personally identifying with other people's troubles. We've got to learn how to have loving detachment. Okay. Okay. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Other people's troubles is other people's troubles. We give what we can, but we don't become a martyr or a victim to that circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. That is a big one. Well, that's my point. Yeah. And so uh, when we... When I looked at the asteroids, remember we talked about that. That's the feminine side. Um, we're all going to be struggling a little bit with the uh, the masculine uh, energies during this. And that's, you know, uh, learning to, you know, follow our values, our drive to accomplish our goals and so forth. Um and they so they so that we can clearly uh, define our direction and purpose. Okay, that feels like a big theme right now. Is just lean, like even the new moon. <laughs> there's a, seems to be a little bit of that energy of really leaning into your own skill set and like why you're here, what your purpose is. Uh, I think you said, "Oh, playing the hand one's given skillfully." Like you said that about the new moon. So that's like a big energy right now, it seems. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, this is, I mean, you know, uh, that just falls in the line. We all have a plan that we're living out. Mm -hmm. And it's the plan that we agreed to. And it's God's plan. We're not going to change the plan. We can, we can accept what influences it gives us, formulate an attitude 
or we can reject it. Yeah. And so I think that it's very important to um, to follow through on our commitments and 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 not be overly aggressive, but certainly asserting um, what uh, what we are trying to accomplish. What is talk you know, a little bit about what is this autonomous self identity? Well, that's where this comes from. I mean, think about what it's saying there. I mean, we've got to have enough self-esteem that we continue on the path that we are on Mm -hmm. to accomplish what we want to accomplish as a person. And so there has to be uh, a, uh, to integrate who we are authentically and we're in the context of relationships where we want to give to the other person the assets of who we are mm-hmm. our assets of our values our beauty our love and that's uh we we've we're responsible for building the self-esteem in our life that you know we have we have our sets of values and and what we uh, aspire, and that's what we bring to a relationship. And so that's uh, that's Vesta, and you know, are you bringing to a relationship that codependency? Are you bringing to a relationship all about career and money? Are you bringing to a relationship being a a slug and homebody, or you bring into a relationship the effervescence of a person that's mm. loving and enjoying and, and wants to merge and wants to have intimacies and wants to uh, experience the world, not nothing to suppress or hide. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to be in competition with a relationship. I mean, I see a lot of that. What does that mean? Well, in other words, you're trying to make sure somebody loves you. Oh, so you're being passive aggressive or you, you you don't trust someone that says I love you and and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's trust issues there. Well, who are the trust issues with? Yourself is what I've learned. Yeah. And so it forces you to look at your own self-trust. Mm-hmm. It forces you to look at yourself in a way that um, are you really being you or are you just trying to do a presentation of you? Right. That's going to give you the feedback that you need because of your all your insecurities. Yeah. Oof, that is a good one. Yes. And so. This is the deal. It's actually Venus, Mars, and I thought we've talked about this before, but this is a two-year cycle. And so um, when it's in balsamic, uh, that means it's just before Venus and Mars come together to form a new relationship. Okay. So balsamic 
is about it's it's called it's dream time. It's called seeding time. So in other words, balsamic, you're starting to get orders from spirit that that when you come into that new energy, like a new moon or all planetary pairs come into conjunction to make a new energy. Um, you're needing to let go of the last cycle. So we're all going to be going through a period of letting go of some of the values, some of the importance, some things we put a lot of emphasis on, even some way we've been uh, responding and interacting with relationships. Mm. And this is why you're going to get some astrologers saying, oh, there's going to be a breakup and all of that. But, you know, even in the context, if even, even if we took that, a breakup is going to do what? It's going to make you evaluate. It's going right. to make you look at yourself. It's going to make you look at the whole the whole relationship dynamic of the last couple of years. What do I need to let go of that that you know that was more painful or um, wasn't good about the relationship? How can I see how I, when it comes back into going direct and coming into a a new seeding time for the relationship? How can I step back and look at the relationship to make it a bigger, better, stronger, more loving, more intimate uh, connection and relationship to relationships, to our material values, to uh, ourselves? Mm -hmm. See, everything is a relationship. And so Venus retrograde is going to force us to look at, you know, maybe our fears, uh, the the uh, maybe the way the way things are going right now in the world socially. Um, so we're reevaluating a lot of the uh, the beliefs and our actions and our negative emotions, even suffering. What are we holding on to so rigidly, so attached that we can't? reevaluate our values. And so this is what a Venus retrograde is going to do. It's going to make us to really examine uh, and reflect on how can we well, how can we have a better life and have a better relationship? Okay. And then when it goes direct, it's going to go direct in third quarter. Well, third quarter is all about building letting go of the old reality and building a new reality. You've already got the accolades of, of what you've built up to this point. And, and the question in all our lives is always, is this all there is? Yeah. There must be something yeah. more. <laughs> there must be something more. And what that something more is, we have to change to attract that new future, that new dream, that new possibility to bring it into our lives. And so the positives are learning how to live in the excitement in our true authentic self, how to be courageous and compassionate with honest communications. And I mean, you know, uh, that goes on so much, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. 
What do you mean? I mean, is I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of conflict is because people don't communicate their truth. Yeah. They just live with the feelings. And then they they're living with they're living a lie and then have guilt and shame because they're living in a lie. Mm. I mean, you know, see, so that's what relationships do for us. They show us our truth, yeah. our authentic selves. So we need to discover new hopes, dreams, and wishes during this retrograde period and uh, reanalyze, learning how to live in a moment and sometimes accepting reality as it is. Instead of, you know, seeing others as a self-reflection of ourself and then taking responsibility for what we've created. Mm. Oh, that's big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the accepting reality as it is. That's one of the ones I've struggled with for a really long time because it's just, or I think in relationships in the past specifically, it's just even accepting people as they are and think in me accepting them where they are in this moment, instead of fixating on if they just this, then they could get to this other side or, you know, like all of those kind of things. And so I think accepting reality as it is, is a really, really or it's been a really helpful thing for me to work on. Well, and you know, this is the thing about relationships. And, and, and the reason I bring this up is because the, the client before I, we're, we're doing this now, uh, been with a person for nine years. Um, but there's a, there's a big disconnect right now. There's a lot of unhappiness. And it took me a while to, uh, kind of dig in and find out what was going on. Uh, there was a lack of being honest and truthful. And what it was not being honest and truthful that was holding off the intimacy was that there was a there was a hygiene problem with the the uh, with the relationship on the other side. But yet he she she liked him because he had a big heart. He had mm -hmm. a good heart. And he's supporting her and he's taking care of her. And so it's trying to fit together and understand. And I asked her, I said, well, have you ever been honest about his hygiene problems? No. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you see, that takes a whole conversation to reevaluate and to understand what you're feeling guilty and shameful because you're taking from a person but you're not giving in the way that you could and you're not allowing the love of that person because he's got a big heart. He's got a good heart. So there's things to love about them. So it was a conversation about, well, you know what, when we meet people and everything doesn't have to be perfect with people for us to love them. Yeah. How about if we see the God in everybody and just love them for what we see that's the God in them instead of trying to look at them as a whole, which we can't see, and then feeling like a schmuck when we walk away and have an opinion and judgment and perception about them. And then we feel guilty about being, you know, dishonest. Yeah. And so that's a big dynamic. It's huge. And Venus retrograde helps to straighten that out. So that's the conflict. Okay. So 
Venus is retrograde in you, in me, in everybody. So how about if we all take responsibility for building a better life, more beautiful life, more joyful life, more love in our life, more intimacy in our life, and a more wonderful sharing relationship? I love that, Marv. What a note to end on. That is just so positive. <laughs> well, it's the only way I can see it. I can't see it of a negative. <laughs> I do. I mean, I think that that, I think it's always a little, I get that feeling sometimes when I know there's going to be a big energy change of like, Oh, what is this? What's it going to feel like, you know? And so it can be fear producing a little bit, but the thing is, is like, it was going to happen anyway. And now I'm just like a little more aware of it. So I actually have the tools to recognize, oh, this is that thing that's coming up in me. And it makes sense that it's coming up right now because Venus is in retrograde and it just kind of helps us in our own evolution, I feel like it doesn't need to be scary because it was going to happen anyway. But you can mm -hmm. either like work with it, like you said, work with the energy, or you can just be going around in your life feeling like life is or, really hard. Or how about if you discover it going on in somebody else? And so you try to open up a dialogue and communicate with that person of what honestly is happening and what they're feeling yeah. so you can understand them. I yeah. mean, you know, see, the answer to polarization, which we have so much going on in our lives now, especially in society, mm -hmm. the answer to polarization is you don't fix or help things by evaluating from your own reality structure. You have to try to get into the reality of, of the individual or the person that that is having a conflict or that you're trying to match and understand. You don't mm -hmm. understand people. I can't understand MAGA by my own reality. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. But if I want to depolarize that and realize that they have their own realities, well, I've got to get into that reality a little yeah. bit to understand where they're coming from. And then I can and then I can say I want to participate or I don't want to participate. But there's no judgment. There's no fracturing. There's no there's no polarizing situation. Doesn't have to be a conflict and a war. Right. I've been feeling that big time. I've talked about this a little bit, but I've been working on a project that's like political. The political views are different than mine with the people that I'm working with. And it's been a really good experience for me in practicing like just what you're saying, allowing people to have different thoughts, deciding what I want to participate in, but also not like having to place judgment or feeling anger or just whatever, like kind of opening ourselves up to the fact that there are ideas of other people. Um, and we don't have to agree with them, but we also don't have to like fight them on it all the time or like go to war or battle. Like you're saying, doesn't have to yeah, be so yeah. divisive. You just let them have their opinion. That's yeah. all. To each their own, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and like I said, there's always something to love about everybody. Yeah. I think that's true as well. Yeah. Most, most people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, there really is. <laughs> there really is about everyone. I really do believe that. Sometimes I think 
when you go through pain with someone, it can become harder, but then you're like, no, there is a reason I fell in love with this person. Or there is a reason I was friends with this person at the beginning. It just got a little off kilter. And I don't agree with that part of that, but yeah. Anyway, well, Marv, we're out of time. I know we, I know you did little descriptions for each sign. Do you want to try to get through this quickly? Or do you want to put this somewhere on your website for people to go read? Um, I can put it on the website. This was okay. a, this was pretty good for, uh, uh, as far as the outline yeah. for people to kind of understand this Venus retrograde and this time period we're in. Yeah. I, know, I think that there's going to be even, even on a macrocosm in the social level, we really have got to really look at what's going on in society and what's mm -hmm. happening in society mm -hmm. and kind of get an idea of where we stand. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a Venus retrograde. So I think that, you know, we all have a lot of fears or a lot of having a lot of anxieties of what maybe might be, could be, but we also got to stay in the moment. Yeah. We don't know how it's going to play out. Just let, let it play out before you start judging it. Right. And, yeah. uh, and I think that it's, uh, you know, the macrocosm is always reflective of the micro. Mm -hmm. So it's what's going on with us too. Yeah. So what we're experiencing on the big scale is what is happening internally as well. Yeah. Well, if people do want to go read, Marv did a breakdown of how Venus retrograde is going to affect each sign. Um, and if people want to go read that, where would they find that? They will find that at Marvin at astromarv.com on my blog. On your blog. And if you want to book a session with Marv, you can email Marv at Marvin at astromarv.com. I will also put both of those sites and links in the description of this podcast. So. Okay. I feel much better going into this month. Everything else, everyone else is like, whoa, July is going to be a wild. Get ready. <laughs> so this, <laughs> this gives me a little insight into how I work with this energy. And I feel, I feel like this well, will be all right. It makes my day, Kelly, knowing <laughs> that you are a lot calmer. <laughs> I bet. You won't get any panic phone calls. I, I should probably go to bed right now. No one I go. did a good deed. Yeah, in the day here, Marv. This is this was good. Good end of the day. Absolutely. 4:30 bedtime. Sounds right. All right. Well, have a fantastic birthday and thank uh, you. Be safe. Thank Love you, you lots. And Love we'll you talk too. To you next month. All right. Thanks, Marv. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.